Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. I thank you, Stubby. It's not just one North Texas Ace Hardware. It's all of them. Thank you. Thank you, all of you. And, uh, folks, it means a lot when you go in there and say, hey, I listened to Neil on KLIF, and thank you for sponsoring that. You know, just that act, that that sentence or two, could make a big difference on uh, on having them as my sponsor for other years. It it makes a big difference. That's true for all of my advertisers, and that's true for any program you really enjoy. If there's a if there's a local contact, they uh, they need to hear that. They really need to hear that, and that's true for any program. But I'm in it for me <laughs> at this time, so be a little selfish for a moment. Uh, I'll also be selfish in saying I'd like some phone calls. 888-787-KLIF. I finished off all my calls right at the end, the very end of the hour, and didn't have time to give the number, so let's fill them up again, folks. 888-787-5543. Call now, if you will, please. Sponsored by your local Ace Hardware store. Both hours are. Um... And we can talk plants every Saturday from 1 until 3 here. We're uh, in our third year now, Mike tells me. You know, Mike, I think we have finished three years. Isn't that it? I think that's he maybe answering a phone call now. I think we have finished three years. I need to go back and look at my schedules, but I believe that's the case. And it's fun being here. It really is fun. I enjoy this. So give me a call. 88 is more fun if you're calling. 888-787-5543. I want to go back and address the topic we were talking about as I ran out of time last hour, and that has to do with how to overwinter plants. Uh, you need to start by deciding which are most important to you. There is no point in cramming a bunch of plants together if you're going to ruin all of them because you tried to save every last plant. You need to decide which are important. I wrote a column for the Star-Telegram on this exact topic about three weeks ago. Um, number one, which of these plants is irreplaceable? This is a plant I have had in my family for three generations, or this was at my uh, wedding, or uh, this one you never see in retail nurseries, things of that sort. I have some plants like that in my collection that I've had for 40 years. I have some plants that I had in my own wedding, and I'm pretty sure I want to continue growing those. And uh, I have some plants that were given to me by very special friends who are no longer living. And I'm going to continue to grow those as well. So that's first priority. Second priority is uh, if it's an annual flower, periwinkles, verbenas, uh, pentas. Those are things you buy every year. You don't try to bring those through the winter. Uh, wax begonias in my case. I love wax begonias. We have a lot of shade. I use them for color. But I I may have 15 or 20 pots of them. I don't need 15. or I could easily enough put all of them in the greenhouse. But I don't need that many. Therefore, I'm not going to try to save that many. I might try to save two just to have some color in the greenhouse in the winter. Um, I'm not sure I have to after, after Thursday's wind. The types that I grow are are uh, large-leafed wax begonias, the hybrids. They're so pretty. There were until the wind blew them to shreds. Um, so you make those decisions. You make decisions of, is this thing, um, has it lived its useful life? Is it is it pot-bound and I can't carry it once I repot it again? I'll give you an example, an avocado. I've had it in a pot now for... Uh, nine years, it's a heavy, I can't lift it, and if I have to repot it to uh, keep it going, it won't fit through the door, or I won't be able to move it, or whatever the disclaimer is. So you make those decisions. You say to yourself, can I just shove it in the garage and and turn on a light? No, no, that doesn't work. A, a light overhead is not anywhere near adequate. It's like 1% of the amount of light it was getting out on the patio. Maybe not even that. It's not enough. And it's cold in most garages. Even if you heat it, it's still 1% of the light that it was getting. So better to have a greenhouse, better to have a sunroom, 
nice bright floor-to-ceiling window. If you don't have all those, then limit the things that you do take inside and, and concentrate on them primarily. So that's our, that's our tip that kind of goes with that last question. Arborological Services, the leaders in tree care. I like to say they are the experts that your trees deserve. Your trees deserve the very best because they are the biggest part of your landscape, the most valuable valuable part of your landscape. Arborological Services has been serving the Metroplex with the finest in tree care since 1981. They're in their 41st year. Their outstanding staff includes 12 International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists, 12 of them. Most companies have one, maybe two. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters among those 12. I don't mean just sprinkle them, I mean all of them. And three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year. Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters. These are brilliant tree people and tree leaders. They have an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion, Miguel Paston, as he has his own crew. And that crew comes to our home. These are the only people who will ever touch my trees. I hope they advertise with me forevermore. But if they don't, if they don't, they'll still be the only people who will ever touch my trees. They have a toll-free number just to make it easier for all these local area because they are strictly a local company. Their toll-free number is 866-552-7267. 866-552-7267. That's Arborological Services. On the web, it's Arborological, A-R-B-O-R-I. L-O-G-I-C-A-L. That's a real forestry word. Arborological.com. Arborological Services. 866-552-7267. I'm Alan from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Scott's products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very much. He is a uh, leader in that industry and a good, good guy. Writing my notes down here of the topics of the call, of the, uh, of the questions. There we go. And we go to Jeff in Las Colinas in the Irving area. Jeff, this is Neil. Good morning. How can, uh, afternoon. How can I help you? Hi, how are you doing? Can you hear me? I hear you well. How can I help? Awesome. I'm wondering how late in the year can I plant a uh, holly, like a Nellie Stevens? Twelve months a year. All right. Twelve months a year. There's not a time when you can't. Okay. Thanks. Easy as that. Only time you can't is if the ground is frozen hard. (laughs) Love that plant. It's, It's really good. Jeff, I want to give you one tip that might save that plant's life. And that is that it does not wilt when it's dry. Um, you can you can learn to detect uh, a dry Nellie R. Stevens holly by a very subtle change of leaf color. But you are you are taking a big gamble if you wait that long. I always tell people, and I always do this same thing myself, having burned myself several times in in many years past. Uh, I water them the first year, uh, first couple of years I have them. I water them faithfully through the uh, late spring, summer, and early fall every two days deeply. If I bought, buy one out of a 50-gallon container, I'll put 20 or 25 gallons of water on it every couple of days during the summer, at late spring, summer, and early fall. And I mean every two days maybe three if it's unusually cool or cloudy or it rains a little bit but i water it faithfully because they 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 will get too dry and not warn you and the next thing you know they turn an insipid green and at that point you can say dang i have let it go it's gone okay perfect thanks so much you're welcome thanks for the call all righty Caesar in uh, Rowlett, you'll come up next. Let me keep myself on time and take the break right where the log says I need to, and you'll be next. He has a, a tree that's dying, and I want to help him with that. Folks, we have two open lines. Call right now. This is your chance to get a call snuck in. That's an official term in radio. 888-787-KLIF, 888 888- 
787-557-5543. And this is uh, the, uh, the, the mention of my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you want to get it and give it as a gift, this is your chance. Don't delay. Don't wait until the last minute because you might not be listening that last weekend, which is going to be, let's see, That'd be two weeks from now. You don't have much more time. I've given you about seven weeks on this offer, and we're down to just a couple now. Uh, this is the perfect gift that would be used and remembered for years. 344 pages, 840 of my best photos. My book is a hardback book printed on high-quality paper. I sign every copy as it prints. And and not as it prints, but as it sells, it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. Eleven chapters covering lawns and landscapes, flowers, fruit and vegetable gardening. Chapter 2 specifically is a 48-page calendar of to do everything. It's not a grid like you hang on a wall. This one is, is in text form, bullet form. It tells you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of your plants. Satisfaction with the book is fully guaranteed or you'll get a full refund. 840 photographs is a lot of photos and 344 pages. This is a heavy book and it is chock full of good information. I worked a year to get this book ready. I hired the best editor that I knew and uh, and know. She is a dear friend, Carolyn Skye. Cindy Smith, a wonderful graphic designer, put the book together. Uh, physically in terms of uh, the, the page layout and then Clear Visions in San Antonio and Universal Book Bindery in San Antonio made it all happen. Now, the first 36 tax and postage, and that is a bargain for a book like this, but it gets better. The second and third books sent to the same physical address, just $31 each, until November 15. That is our Thanksgiving, our Christmas special, I should say, and uh, it's for a limited time only. You have to order before November 15. The second and third books sent to the same mailing address, just $31 each. First book, $36.95. Two ways you can order since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You order by calling my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5 at 800 752 grow 800-752-4769 the better way though is to order it from my website neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com lens landscape lighting not only adds beauty to your home it's also a demonstrated security enhancement when it comes to your greatest investment safety and security never look so good And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z Lighting.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All righty. Thank you very, very much. Let me tell you right now about Baylor, Scott and & White, and uh, do so very proudly. And uh, found it, Mike. That's good. Let me uh, tell you about uh, the message that they have for me. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to tell you about another group of incredibly hardworking people, the ones who keep us happy and healthy. There are beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all, convincing us that we need to do some things. 
and uh, we owe each and every one of the frontline workers a big thank you. And I'll say it, thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. It's not easy to protect us from COVID when we're fighting with every ounce of energy we have. It's just really crazy. But we see you, some of these comments are my own personal feelings, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you can show your appreciation to the front line. Get vaccinated. That is their comment in my ad copy. Now I'm going to add my own. I got my vaccination, my booster shot uh, two days ago. Wear your mask. I wear my mask. Come on, let's do it. It's a small price to pay. Help these folks who are working so hard. These are great ways to show your support and share these messages with others on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line for all that you do to keep us all safe. To all the people who work out there on the front line to to make it safe for all of us, a giant thank you. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you very, very much. Um, So I'm sitting here looking at my call screen and Adobe Flash tells me I need to uninstall it. And it, it pops up right in the middle of my call screen. And as soon as I say, no, I'll, I'll do that later, then it just takes everything off my call screen. Is it empty? Gone. That's why I said, no, I got it back, Mike, a minute ago. I'm sorry. I, I live my life before your ears. <laughs> so if anything happens, you're going to hear about it right here. Let's go back to our phone lines. We go to Caesar and Rowlett. Caesar, this is uh, Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Um, I call you because I am I'm not absolutely sure what to do. I have a tree that is practically dying. It is not really dead already, and we I I kind of like the, the trees, but this one is just went bad, got sick or something, and so we have to I have to take it out and uproot it. Now the question is. If if I take out and uproot this tree from from the front of my house, can I put a plant? How far away do I need to plant the other tree so that it, you know, maybe? How do I know first of all if there is some sort of sickness in the ground, some sort of I don't know virus or whatever it is that the tree may have acquired? And if I have to plant another one, how far away from the base of that tree? Uh, can I plant another tree? Um, do you know what kind of tree you have currently that died? I, 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 know, I know the name of the tree, but I cannot recall. It's a tree that flowers in the springtime. It gives, puts out little uh, pu- uh, uh, purple uh, flowers, and uh, it just lasts only the spring, and then it goes away, and it stays green all the time, and then afterwards, in the fall, it be, you know, it just uh, every uh, most of the leaves uh, fall down, and then it, it flowers again in the spring. It's it's a common tree here in the state of Texas, at, right. at least around this area. And how large are the leaves? The leaves are probably maybe about uh, two inches wide at the longest, at the widest, and maybe two and a half at the length. All right, that's good. Uh, do you know the tree redbud? Does that ring a bell? Yeah, the redbud. That's what I have. All right. Hey, or or were you just humoring me? (laughs) No, 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 no. That's a redbud. Yeah. All right. Um, there is nothing in the soil, uh, that will stay around to hurt another tree. Probably not even another redbud, but not, there's nothing there that will hurt another tree. Okay. How far away from... When I when it when I take out the root or when I cut mm-hmm. the tree the the rest of the tree down, how far away do I need to plant another tree? Um, you need. To, I'll tell you what I would do. I wouldn't worry about where that tree was, as much as I would worry about where is the best place for this tree I now have bought. And now let me back up one step, Caesar. You need to find. Yeah. You need to decide what size tree at maturity. 
would look best in your yard? Forget about the type of tree for a minute. What size tree do you need to have? And and uh, because some trees get huge and some trees are small. A redbud yeah, is, no, yeah, a, a, a is a relatively small tree. And if yeah. that tree was the yeah. right size for you, then we go with a small tree. Go ahead. Yeah, probably it will, be, it will have to be a small tree because I have a red oak on one side. And I have uh, this other tree I cannot remember, but it's is big, and and so you so have enough big trees. Think, yeah, I already have enough big trees. I would like to have a, like a, a like a small tree so I can plant. And what I need to know is how far away from the root of I, from where I understand, but but I understand that. But that's why I needed to know what what kind of tree you were trying to plant. If you're planting yeah. a relatively small tree. Uh, you could you could go fairly close. You, there's no reason you have to. So okay. So now that I've said now that I've determined that you're going to be using a relatively small tree, uh, you could plant it pretty much anywhere you needed to. It could be within two feet of the old tree. It could be 20 feet away. It doesn't matter. Uh, you okay. need to find. You need to determine the best place mm-hmm. visually for that new tree yes. that you're putting out. Uh, is it in full sun? Will this be in full sun forever? Yes. Yes, it okay. will be actually probably midday to late afternoon sun. Okay. Um, then you're probably one of one of the trees that would be very pretty. It's not as fast growing, but it would be very pretty. Would be one of the dwarf magnolias, like little gem magnolia. Oh yes, yes, yes. And, I've seen them. Yeah, they they don't grow as fast, be, but that's the, a good thing. Big, I beg your pardon. Dwarf magnolia. Alaska guys from the company that you advertise in them, they're just down the street. Um, yes. They have a lot of plants and all that kind of stuff. Not very good at remembering names of the, of the, of the company, but you advertise right. with them, and they're very nice. Well, very yeah, look at their dwarf magnolias, Little Gem or uh, Teddy Bear. Teddy Bear's pretty small. Little Gem might be good. D.D. Blanchard is another one that won't get too large. Those are both pretty. I'm not looking at your yard. I take a photo of the yard and ask them, would these be too big for the space that I have? Yeah. And, no, I and, think it will, it will be fine. If they don't grow uh, taller than 8 feet or 10 feet max. Whoa. Back up just a minute. 10 feet tall at the maximum? No, no. Yeah, but, well... I, I'm, I said 10 feet because this is the, this uh, red bud was maybe 10, 11 feet tall. That's Those will grow much taller than that. See, that's why oh. I was trying to get you to tell me how tall a plant you wanted. Yeah. A, a, a red yeah, bud yeah, normally they, grows they, 25 feet tall, and those trees will get 30 grow. feet tall. So No, this guy, this guy didn't grow. This guy did not grow. This guy grew uh, about, uh, I want to say maybe 10 feet, 12 feet. Okay, I, that's not that's not a normal size for a red bud. So we're having a we're having a uh, we're not on the same page on on plants. Okay, I would I would recommend just hang on hang on hang on just a second. I I would recommend to you uh, a tree form Nellie R. Stevens Holly or Warren's Red Possum Holly. Those are two beautiful plants that can be trained into tree form. That would be beautiful as a as a tree look in a in a yard. Let the nursery okay. show you those and see if those are appealing okay. to you. Okay, all right. I'll ask them because they're they're very good and they have come around my house to plant a couple of the plants. You bet. They'll help you. All right. Thank you. One more time. Is is those are uh, magnolias? You tell me. Magnolias will be too big. Okay. So uh, can you repeat the name of the tree so I can write it? Yes. They're they're both tree form. You're going to need to have them trained yeah. in tree form. Either Nellie or Stevens Holly. Oh, Nellie I'm or sorry, Stevens sorry. Holly. Nellie, Nellie or Stevens Holly. Right. Okay. Or the other or the other one is Warren's Red Possum Haw. P O S S U M H A W. One word. Possum Haw Holly. Those are both beautiful. Okay. You can okay. look them up ahead of time and, and see if you like them. 
I got to run. I appreciate you. Yeah, I got to, got to run. Thank you so much, Caesar. Ivan and Joni, stay with me. I'll come to you on the other side of the new, of the uh, tiny garden tip. Wild Birds Unlimited. Folks, if you are not an avid birder, you need to be because they are just about to become very fascinating as all of the migrating birds come in. I'll bet you the migrating birds gained about 500 miles on the migration patterns on Thursday alone. Oh my goodness gracious. The tailwinds were with them. Um, if you are interested in finding the best of equipment, the best of supplies, the best of enthusiasm, you need to go to Wild Birds Unlimited. Their website is wbu.com slash dfw. And three of their stores, the one at 5715 West Lovers Lane next to Nicholson Harding Nursery and Garden Center, also the one at 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, northwest corner of Abrams, and the McKinney Store at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb. Those three stores joined together to sponsor this broadcast and also my eGardens newsletter. Those are stores that have the best selection and the most enthusiastic of bird information. They're great people. They Wild Birds Unlimited has a research team that that creates the uh, the bird feeders and they they have the finest in feeding supplies in terms of their seed and and everything in the store you're going to love those stores just get in the habit and you will find that it is infectious you will love it you will enjoy it how many species can you find wild birds unlimited Again, in Dallas, 5715 West Lovers Lane, 6333 East Mockingbird Lane, and in McKinney at 3001 South Harden Boulevard. Wild Birds Unlimited. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information, 570. KLIF, KLIF.com. Niels Perry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that we publish every Thursday a little after 6 p.m. I mentioned to you uh, last hour that uh, we've done it every Thursday for many, many years. Occasionally we will do it on Tuesday if Thursday is a big holiday. For example, Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll send it out two days early. This past week, Three, uh, two days ago was the first time ever that we did not publish one, uh, and not only not on Thursday, but not at all this week. The reason was that Gretchen in my office is the one who takes everything I write and assembles it into eGardens and distributes it for me. And Gretchen lost her father on Sunday night, and so we just kind of shut the office down. I only have one employee, and she's worked for me for 31 years. I work for Gretchen, really. Truth be known, Mike, be quiet. You work, you work four hours a week. He's complaining in my ear here. <laughs> He's special. I have, I have, uh, I have two employees. So, all right, we'll edit that part in. Mike, I'm sorry, but uh, anyway, e- oh gosh, e gardens. We didn't get it put out this week, and we'll make up for it with a special issue in about a week and a half. And uh, so, if if it didn't come, that's the reason, and it didn't come, and that's the reason. That's uh, e gardens, <laughs> and uh, I hope that you will sign up if you aren't already, and uh, it will be coming back this coming week. Neil's Perry's eGardens free. We'll never spam you. Don't give or sell your email address to anybody. You can see what it looks like by going to the page on my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you can also buy my latest book um, and uh, at that uh, great Christmas sale. So N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com for eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. If your neighborhood has rare entry garages, your alley may be a prime spot for good landscaping because everybody's going to see it. But you need to keep it simple. This is a great opportunity to set a great example for all the neighbors as they drive by. You might just want something simple like turf grass. Or you can use the fence as a support for an attractive flowering vine. Something like Carolina jessamine, wisteria, Madame Galen trumpet creeper, or maybe a lovely annual climbing vine. If you decide to plant color in the alley, keep it simple. 
That kind of very symmetrical garden is no place to try the informality of a collection of perennials. It's better to have maybe some annuals. Put a sign up and welcome people to come cut your zinnias, for example. So there are lots of things you can do with that funny little space out behind the fence. But just again, keep it simple. You'll enjoy it more. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Sunburst shutters. You might be thinking about replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters. They're kind of the rage, and they are beautiful. We have sunburst shutters in our home. Couldn't be happier. I absolutely could not be happier. They are made of polywood, which is a man-made material. It uh, doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. There's absolutely no wood in polywood. It's uh, it's a synthetic material, but it looks like wood. It looks like the finest wood shutters you could ever imagine. And uh, they operate so easily. You can open and shut them with one finger. We have a uh, we have an 11-year-old grandson and uh, he started staying with us when he was about three, and he would operate them with one finger when he was three years old. And uh, he's 12 now, come think of it. He's already had his vaccination. And um, that's how easy they are to operate and to clean, for that matter. They're so smooth. They're white or off-white, and they can be custom-made to any shape and size opening you have in your house. They are so accommodating at Sunburst Shutters. They are really nice people. You'll enjoy getting to see the product, and you'll enjoy getting to meet the people. Sunburst Shutters, let them come to your home and bring samples of the product to you. They bring it in that cute car, and uh, they'll work with you. No obligation whatsoever. They'll bring uh, all three sizes, two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louver size. Hold them up in your windows to help you choose the the very best size for uh, what you'd like. Well, that kind of jumps ahead of the the cart there because they will measure your windows and tell you what it would cost to have sunburst shutters made for your windows. But in the process, then then they will show you uh, how they would look and and et cetera, et cetera. You will like this a great deal. Take a look. Sunburstshutters.com. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. And uh, let me tell you, from a, a 10-year or longer owner, we love them. Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com again, 214 214- Three four three two six zero one. It's a non-stop news cycle. The infrastructure bill. This is a tax cut. Tax hike happened. Inflation and when it will come back down. Longer lasting than anticipated. The supply chain issues pushing prices higher. It's a landing now for first responders who are heroes last year. Now you want to buy them. Virginia, Terry McCall. His family campaign. Andrew will be in court. Facebook. Our company is now better. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KL. Many, many years now I have advertised for Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm so glad that I did. It's about uh, three and a half years ago that I called them just as I was hoping you were calling them. I called them. I said, I think we need some help. Would you come out and take a look at our roof? And when they did, they found that we had significant roof damage. And uh, that's why we had some leaks. Our roof damage was probably caused by a hailstorm that had come through the neighborhood. We didn't have uh, the damage on the driveway, you know, the leaves down, that sort of thing that I would have expected. But we certainly had damage to flashing, and we also had uh, dings in the in the shingles. And they showed those to us, took photos, and came down with the photos to show them to us. And uh, we also had evidence of uh, of some kind of roof problems inside our house. The roof was leaking, the ceilings. And so Wortham Brothers put a new roof on our home. They were so careful, and they were so quick. And uh, I, I, I can't say enough good about this great company. They've been around since 1986, so that is 35 years of legacy-style service. Give them a chance to give you a bid and uh, take a look at your roof, and you'll be very, very happy, just as we are. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, the company that's been on, built on integrity, quality, and innovation, the company that I'm proud to recommend, the roofing company that's been on our roof, Wortham Brothers Roofing. Call them today at 972-562-5788. 972-562-5788. 
That's 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. It's Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. This is Jen from Stone's Ace Hardware at Casa View. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community deeply, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Jen, very, very much. Let's go to Ivan and Carrollton now as we go back to the calls. Ivan, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, so I have, uh, I just purchased some uh, lemon cypress pines. And uh, we wanted to use it basically as a border uh, in our yard, so just like a row of them. But uh, I'm not sure if uh, if I plant them now, would they be able to handle the Texas heat? I don't know. I don't know that I can tell you. I have not uh, tried them. I haven't seen enough uh, evidence of that uh, over the over the years. Okay. Yeah, I wish okay. I could tell you. It's Monterey Cypress and. Uh, the Monterey Peninsula is not exactly a hot spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was my concern. All right. I, well, I, guess, I would uh, I would be very concerned. Okay. Um, so if there were obviously they'd, they'd work better off if they were more shaded in that area by summer. Um, so I mean I have that option too on that, the other side. That is that is what you said. I don't know that I agree with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because it's it's a yeah. it's a conifer and and basically uh, conifers need to have um, conifers need to have uh, full sunlight. Uh, whether they can handle the heat or not, I don't know. You know what I'd I'd like to do is do a little research, and I would suggest you do the same thing. I would I would do the research on that plant to see where it is most widely recommended. Uh, places okay. I would look online and will look because I'm trying to learn a little bit about that plant too. I have seen it recently. Um, I would uh, I would look at Missouri Botanical Gardens in St. Louis. That's okay. that's that is a website that I go to first when I want to find out about uh, uh, plants and their adaptability across the United States. It's an outstanding website. And an okay. outstanding botanic garden with with uh, they they identify and describe plants that are not necessarily uh, adapted to St. Louis. So in other words, they reach out beyond just themselves. I would also right. look at um, I would look at nurseries that grow it, uh, big wholesale nurseries like Monrovia, and see what they say. Um, okay. I would look at North yep. Carolina State University. That's another very good arboretum. Uh, that uh, uh, that describes things honestly, faithfully, okay, and see okay. where they yeah. say it would be adapted. I, I did notice afterwards after I purchased them, one of their main selling points was they're great in containers. So that should have been a, a red flag. That uh, is a very red flag, and and uh, a lot of the uh, Christmas tree shaped plants that get sold from now through Christmas. Uh, they, they they come, we'll have five years of them, and then they're gone. Uh, right. Alberta spruce is a good example that, that we saw for a while. And they're still around, but, but they're not plants that are adapted uh, for us. Okay. I don't know how well this is. It's a pretty little plant, but I, yeah. I just don't know what to tell you. Well, do you have a recommendation to, uh, if we're going for that border, uh, like just kind of privacy fence type of, I mean, we obviously like the pine shape, so I don't know if there's a pine that would that would work or, I mean. Well, that's not a pine. Of First of all, that's not a pine. Oh, and, okay, and, I'm sorry. Yeah. And secondly, uh, if you had asked for a pine, I would say I don't know of a pine that will survive here. Every one that we thought would ended up developing some kind of a fatal problem. I'm just disgusted okay. with the pines. I love pines. And they've all made me okay. mad because I stuck my neck out and had it chopped off too many times. The... Um, uh, the thing I would recommend and what I have used and been very happy with are the upright, not upright, but the, the tall growing hollies, Nellie R. Stevens, uh, Willow Leaf, and more recently, uh, Oakland hollies. Oakland holly has okay. more of a conical shape than, than most of the others. And it's a beautiful shrub for screening, but Nellie R. Stevens holly is my favorite for screening. You see it everywhere. And, and, you know, if you gotta have something different, I guess it's not gonna qualify. But it's so spectacular, and it made, they all made, all the Nellie R. Stevens 
and let's say it's some oddball extenuating circumstance, made it through the cold last year. I, my wife is so tired of my saying, look there, look at all that row. It's 50 feet long, and they look great. They made it through the February cold. Yeah, I know, Neil. The last ones did, too. The last I've heard it. She's a she's a music major. I love her dearly. <laughs> she's, yeah. she just, she's tired of the rants. <laughs> wait, wait. Speaking of the hollies, because I heard you say that uh, when you plant them, you water them every two days uh, religiously or faithfully. Because uh, we got the we got the the Bedford hollies as well when we bought these uh, cypress, and uh, so does that rule basically go towards all hollies? Like it you goes water to all hollies because they don't wilt. You can't tell when they're dry. Most plants you can tell when they're dry because they they wilt and they they are lean. Yeah. But the hollies right. are stiff and they they don't. I don't know what you said. You said Burford holly. Yeah, we got a uh, we got two Burford Burford hollies. Yeah. yeah, that certainly would apply to them. But, okay, uh, and and Burford's okay. a great holly, but uh, but Nellie R. Stevens will give you a wonderful screening shrub, to fifteen or twenty feet tall needlepoint, which is also known as willow leaf holly. Same plant will be great to okay. ten feet tall, and Oakland holly will be good eight to ten feet tall, and it's more narrow than the others. Hey, I got to run, yeah. but hopefully I'll get you started. Yeah, it does. Thank you very much, and love you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Take care. Joni, this is Neil. How can I help you? Oh, good afternoon, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. You're so kind. I appreciate it. Yeah, I've got to kind of hurry a little bit. I'm way behind. I've, but let me let me help you. What what's okay. questions on your mind? Should should the lawn be mowed one more time, and oh, should I water it during the winter because there's some small dry spots here and there? You uh, you do mow a lot more than one more time, I would think. And, uh, yes, you water during the winter as it dries out. I have no idea how often there have been winters when I, I always turn my sprinklers off during the winter, and there have been winters when I did not have to turn them on. There have been winters when I've watered every every 10 days or so. It just uh-huh. depends well, what on about, how warm it is. I, I have I have six hollies in front. They're only two, three feet high, but two of them are a foot higher than the other ones, and I want to keep them, some, you know, kind of the same height. Can Do I prune them now or in March or, or February? You can do some pruning now. Uh, you, you can do either one. Uh, you need to find out why those are growing more. They're probably getting more water or more fertilizer. You need to see if the sprinkler system or, or the way you're watering them is favoring them more and, and see what the difference is. But, yes, you can prune it any time. Yeah, I really have got to hurry, but you can prune it any time. Okay. And should I yeah, water a tree work. that's six, six years old? Oh. Should I still water that? You, you, yes, you water, you water all your plants if if you get into a drought. And that's six years, I would still be watering. Hey, I gotta run. Let me go to Jeff in East Dallas. Jeff, this is Neil. How may I help you? Hey, good afternoon, Neil. I was just uh, getting my sewer line replaced this week because of the root uh, got into it from a thirty-five-year-old uh, live oak. Yes. Sir. Uh, question is, should I uh, replace the live oak now or you know, just? Some of your thoughts there. Well, my thought is that the live oak probably uh, invaded the sewer because there was a problem with the sewer. Uh, unless the unless the uh, root crushed the the, the sewer line, um, I guess that's possible. But uh, I wouldn't blame it on the live oak. I would not necessarily take the live oak out. Goodness gracious. There are thousands of live oaks in Dallas that are coexisting with sewer lines quite favorably. Yeah. Okay, because uh, I was kind of uh, kind of sentimental to that one because my mom helped me plant that. Absolutely. Years ago. If you're in yeah. doubt, here's the here's the the quick answer to that. If you're in doubt, I would get a certified arborist. My sponsors are the best there are, um, and and you can see them in on my website, uh, radio sponsors, um, and th- I would have them working alongside me to make sure that no no oh. further damage was done either to the tree or to the sewer line. All righty. Well, I do appreciate your input there. Thank, Thank you, Neil. Jeff. Have a great day. Take care. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. I will do a just the facts, add, and uh, keep myself moving. I want to get to our pastor and his feature on bats. Uh, this is a, an offer that is for Christmas orders, and it runs out the 15th of November. First book, regular price of $36.95. Second and third book shipped at the same time to the same mailing address are just $31 each. That's the best offer I have ever made. 
for the Christmas holiday season. It's a almost a $6 discount, but you must order before November 15. I sign every book as it sells. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper and printed in Texas. Every book uh, is uh, satisfaction guaranteed and uh, or a full refund 68,000 copies sold to date not one that's well, 69,000 now just doing the math of how many I have left um and we'll soon be doing a sixth printing not one request for a refund yet here are the two ways that you can order it because it's not in stores and not on Amazon call my office Monday through Friday at uh, normal business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it from my website, neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks, the helpful ones, the ones who greet you when you come in the door, who want to help you. That's their stock and trade. October is Fire Safety Month at Ace. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. Find a great deal on First Alert 2.5-pound household fire extinguishers. They're just $12.99 with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price, $24.99, limit of two. The First Alert rechargeable home fire extinguisher is ideal for use in any household location. This multi-purpose extinguisher fights wood, paper, fabric, flammable liquid, and electrical fires. If the unit has been used, it can be recharged by a certified professional. It includes mounting a mounting bracket to keep the unit secure with a 10-year limited warranty. It has a durable metal head designed to meet demanding household requirements. So that's everything you need to know. But just remember, it's $12.99 with your ACE Rewards card, and you can get one the day that you walk in and uh, and buy these. Regular price, $24.99, limit of two. But this special runs out tomorrow, so get in today or tomorrow for sure. ACE stores, parts of our neighborhoods. ACE is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home repair products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. There's one of those helpful hardware folks. Right now I am going to introduce to you because Mike Bass, my producer, wouldn't do it as Count Dracula. He used that one on you, Tommy? Yes, he did. Isn't he good? He's great. He said, and hold for needle scary. Yes, I know he did. Great, you did pretty well yourself. But yeah, I couldn't I could not convince him to go on the air with me to do it and and, and you did it instead. So there you are. Oh, he was great. Great. Happy Halloween to you, Neil. Happy Halloween. This is Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And Tommy has has fun with everything he does. He's he has fun with with his uh, pastorship, he has fun with with the things that our church does, and he has fun with birds. And we're going to talk bats, bats. You know, before we do that, let's let's uh, let's do a fair job of telling folks about the First United Methodist Church. Tell us. So, First United Methodist Church of McKinney is in downtown McKinney. Uh, we've recently started a new church in Melissa, and they have opened their new building, and they're worshiping there. And we have. Uh, seven worship services every Sunday in two locations, three venues. We have contemporary, traditional, all on Sunday mornings beginning at 8 o'clock. Uh, you, can, you can join in person. You can join on live stream. We've been live streaming for years now, and you can find all that information at our website at sharingtheheart.org. And I'll just say, if you don't have a church home, we'd love for you to come be a part of ours. If you're looking for a church and you're wondering if you're going to be welcome, everybody is welcome. Everybody is welcome. That's right. That's right. And when Tommy uh, presents Holy Communion, 
he emphasizes that this is this is your table it is shared with you you are invited and uh, folks you will feel that way it's your family the day you arrive and we felt that way and communion sunday not this sunday but next sunday communion sunday we're going to do regular old-fashioned like we used to communion Uh, we're going to see how that goes and we're hoping, I heard Tommy say this last week, we're hoping for a regular Christmas and Christmas Eve and all yeah. of that. And yeah. I think I'm ready. Got my booster <laughs> shot two days ago, Tommy. Yeah, good for you, my friend. Good for you. Our tell me tell me about bats. Hit. Tell me about oh, bats. So I love bats. Bats aren't birds, but they do fly. They're the only mammal that does fly. Some flying squirrels and flying foxes, they glide. Uh, but bats actually do uh, fly. In fact... Uh, the Mexican free-tailed bat uh, can fly 100 miles an hour, and that's the fastest critter on Earth that can fly under its own power, even faster than a peregrine falcon. Uh, not when it dies, but when it's flying under its own power. It's amazing how fast these little animals are, and they're mammals, uh, and they, uh, they make up a large part of the mammal population of the earth. How many species do we have in the uh, North Texas area? So in Texas, there are 33 different species of bats. Common oh, to see the Mex- Yeah, isn't that amazing? The Mexican free-tailed bat is, is very common. In fact, the largest colony of bats in the world is just outside of San Antonio, and it's a Mexican free-tailed bat colony there. There's a huge colony that lives under the Congress Bridge in Austin. Um, people go every every night to go watch those bats uh, head out and eat. They eat insects. Uh, tons of mosquitoes and other insects uh, bats eat. Our fruit bats uh, pollinate so many of our fruits. Avocados, agaves, peaches, all dependent upon bats. So bats uh, contrary to what you might see during movies uh, this time of year, uh, bats are our friends, and we actually depend upon them uh, to be healthy and well. Just as, Neil, you know this, and I say this all the time, we are all connected. All life on this earth is connected. We've got mm-hmm. to take care of each other. Yeah, bats are beneficial, folks, and and uh, it's they don't get the credit that they deserve. Uh, a lot of living beings are in that category so um yeah, even you know even the vampire bat i mean we say oh ooh, vampire bat right they use the enzyme that vampire bats use as an anticoagulant and they're using that to treat people with strokes these days isn't that amazing oh goodness. well and there are bat uh, houses that you can get and uh if if you want to nurture bats there are some people, specialists in the Metroplex, who give programs on bats. I'm out of time. I hear my music. But Pastor go. Tommy Brummett, First United <laughs> Methodist Church, sharingtheheart.org. And uh, hope you'll hope you join us at our church. Tommy, thank you so much. And folks, we'll be you, back Neil. next week. Happy gardening.